stupid. I can't see it when we go live. Ow! All right, welcome everybody to Three Beards Podcast. My name is Craig. Along with me, as always, Austin, Chris, and various themed special guest, Mr. Aaron Evans, former UCF ball player. Thanks for coming on here, sir. Yeah, thanks for having me. Excited to be here. Yeah, this is it's one of those. Um, you know, we'll, it will kind of let you just tell a little bit about yourself. You know, for anybody that doesn't doesn't know yet, I mean, it's just he's. You know, you know, former UCF player. Um, like I said, going in, just tell tell people um, a little bit about um, your time at UCF when you played. Um, okay, so my story is I uh, graduated high school 2013. My first season with um, UCF was 2013, the first Fiesta Bowl we went to. Um, Blake Bortles was the quarterback. Um, that was a wild year. And then <laughs> we had another back-to-back championship season this following year, like Really building UCF's name, and then we went zero in twelve. Yeah, that was a good year. And, um, so I went from the peak all the way to the valley, and then I was about to quit. Um, I was almost done playing after that season. I thought that staff was still there. I was going to be done playing. I told my parents like prepare, prepare for prepare a room for me to come home. <laughs> now was it, was it the co- um, just a little side note, real quick on that. So was it the coaching staff, you know, was it just mainly the coaching staff, like coaching style, or was it um, like just a personal conflict with one of the coaching? Uh, coaching. coaching style, I would say. It was just, uh, I just didn't, I, I was not happy. And then the, the environment, um, I mean, on top of losing every game, but <laughs> I wasn't happy prior to. But um, then Frost staff comes in and it was honestly night and day difference. It was uh Amazing. I love playing for them. I wish I had another year to play with them. Um, but uh, we go right back on the rise, and then we go 13-0 my senior year. Um, and then after that, I, um, I I got a chance to play in the NFL. I played for the Eagles for a little bit, played for preseason. I graded out uh, the number one left guard for rookie class out of preseason. So whoop-de-doo, I got a plane ticket <laughs> home. Um, and then um, I got an opportunity to play for the Apollo. And then I had um, a God moment, to say the least. We can go into that more if you'd like. Mm-hmm. But, um, oh yeah. Um, a life. I just my dumped my whole life out, and I started doing art full time in April, um, late April, and it's been taken off since. Now, what's your what's your medium in art? Um, I primarily do acrylic, um, but I I dabble in like spray paint, and I, I've ventured into oil a little bit, but I'm. I like just mainly acrylic. Which, um, what style are you, do you paint in? I mean, is it kind of your own, or are you more just like surreal? So the thing is, it's so new still that I wouldn't – I think I just started to pin down what my style is. I'd never – prior to this, I had never spent more than maybe an hour or two on a piece. Um, but now I'm spending like 30, 40 hour pieces. So it's like I'm still figuring it out. I've, I'm learning so much about painting that I never knew um day after day so i would say my style is more abstract with some realism um pop art vibes but nice. uh, but um i like energy and movement and color so yeah, yeah. Contra- con- contrast creates interest he paints with acrylic too as well so i said so that's what i was kind of you know yeah. curious you know what style you you painted in yeah yeah, do you um, do you use it on canvas or are you more um, ob- like on an object? I mean, where, what do you use for your? 
Um, I'm mainly Kansas, because uh, it's just convenient. But um, I really enjoy doing the murals. The murals is probably my favorite thing to do right now. I just like how big the the canvas is, so to speak. Um, I like how big the surface area is and how you can, like, I have to use my whole body to paint this. It's not just, like, I'm in this little area painting. It's, like, this whole whole arm, whole body flow. So it's just really fun um, to do that. And the pictures are a lot more impactful because the size and scale of it, I think it's really fun to do. That's, like I said, I'd love to see, um, I think Chris, you know, um, you know, in Boston, we were talking about that. It's like, we'd love to see some of your pictures, you know, and get those posted yeah, up. I'm going to post it yeah. up. He made a great mural of the, uh, right before the season started for the UCF guys. It was beautiful. So I got to oh, post man. it up there after this is. Yeah, yeah, post that. I want to go back and touch up the second one I did. Yeah. So I, I was telling the guys, I'm because, I mean, Craig, he's a Hawaii fan, Oregon State. He's from Oregon. Chris, unfortunately, is an FSU fan. Slight UCF. He joined in on the bandwagon. We started losing this year, so I kind of kicked him off the bandwagon. But um, when, the, when we went 0-12, man, as a fan, I was sitting in the stands. And I was just – I couldn't believe that we lost to Furman, of all people. Oh, I'm like, this bro. Is, this, this isn't our year. When we lost to Furman, I turned to my uncles. I'm like, this isn't our year. And then, obviously, we went 0-12. And, man, when, when I tell you – Man, we ha- I was sitting in the alumni section because my uncles are, like, alumni. And it's pretty much a family section for the most part. But, man, when I tell you, I never heard more cuss words when O'Leary was coaching than – I've ever heard, man. I, I, don't, I don't know how you did it. So that's all excited to bring you on because you, like you said, you started out from the bottom with the o, O'Leary 0-12 to Scott Frost National Champs. So yeah. I, I, was, I, I wanted to hear that. that. About. <laughs> Frost showed a lot of respect to his players, so it was just yeah. the big difference. I mean, I, I, I just don't know what happened. You know, with, with, with Blake Bortles, you know, you have Blake Bortles, you won the Fiesta Bowl, and then it's like, we were 0 and 12. It's like, how do you do that? <laughs> you know? So well, again, but, I think it was just really like that perfect storm, like mm-hmm. losing the games. And then the players started to turn against the coaches. And then the more we lost, the worse it got, the worse it got. And then we just yeah. wanted everyone gone. And then it was everyone man for themselves. And then everyone just set everything on fire. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> now, and you know, kind of the recent one, like we've been talking to three people. So, you know, the new one, like, I really enjoy is is the transfer portal that's available for you guys, you know, as an athlete. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you, um, I mean, in retrospect, looking, I mean, in a way, was it good that it wasn't available for your team? Because, I mean, it, your team might have just bailed. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no. I, you should have heard the celebration when O'Leary was resigned or whatever, a stepped down. Yeah. <laughs> However they were. You know, like. It was that our team would have disseminated. <laughs> wow, yeah. to say the least. They were we were all elate, like just thrilled, completely thrilled when things kind of were changing because we just wanted um, we wanted something different as players. We wanted something different. So um, yeah, I'm glad that option wasn't available because it would have probably been even uglier. <laughs> wow, we would have been where we are now. So, um, now. Um, now, did you did you just go into training camp? Um, you said you were with the Eagles. Now, were you draft drafted by them or mm-hmm. no? I was a priority free agent. Um, the Raiders, Saints, uh, Chiefs, and I think one other team, and then the Eagles all contacted me um, as a priority free agent. 
Uh, the Eagles had a similar offense that I was used to, and then they offered me the most, so I picked that option. Um, hindsight 2020, I shouldn't have gone to the defending champions with men. <laughs> so uh, that was on that's on me, battle me. But um, it was a good learning experience. It definitely shaped me um, into the man I am. Uh, I got called arrogant when they fired me and I, by someone I never talked to, like the GM or something. And it like really struck a nerve with me. But since then, it's sort of led. Um, I would say that <laughs> triggered my evolution to where I am now. Now, okay. you mentioned, um, you know, I think if I if, apologize if, if I'm, you know, what you said, but you said like your God moment. Yeah. So, um, about that. Uh, so when I was playing for the Apollos, I was actually really enjoying myself, um, regardless of all the, like the weird logistics and other minor issues with it. But I like, I enjoyed it. I had a good time. There wasn't so much politics and BS um, as there is in like the NFL. So it was just like, just enjoying yourself playing football, which is what I like. The reason I, I mean, if I could go back and play, I would, if I could remove all the politics, all the talk, everything, I could just play football. I would probably go back and play, but you can't remove all that sadly. Um, but um, so the chiefs called me in April when the Apollos ended, I was sort of bitter and I started painting um, more seriously um, in January of this year. I just told myself I was going to take my art really more seriously, like actually invest in it. Um, so, uh, when the Apollos ended, I painted a painting and, uh, actually funny story, Jordan Aikens bought it off of me. He was my first client with, uh, under, oh, wow. my, under my current alias as an artist. Um, but he bought it and I was like, wow, this is actually viable. Um, hmm. I was like, I can actually do this cause I made a pretty good chunk of change. And I was like, okay, so I can actually do this. Um, and I was starting to paint, and then, like, I was dating a girl at the time. We'd broken up because um, I was starting to hint that I didn't want to play football anymore, and that was not okay. <laughs> but, um, but, um, so I was in my yard, and the Chiefs, well, the Chiefs called me, like, Friday. Um, and the Chiefs called me, and they were like, we want you to come out to minicamp this summer. So, like, six months ago. And, um, did he just, he just cut, cut out? out? But, um, um... So the Chiefs call me, and I'm like, I get a sick, sick feeling to my stomach, just Whoa. like a bad feeling. And I'm like, I don't know what's going on, but like, I really don't want to go. Hmm. Like, I was like, I don't know why, but I really have no desire to go. And um, I did. I saw counsel. I called everyone I could think of, just like get advice. Um, but and ultimately, it was my decision to make, you know. And I'm in my yard Sunday night. Uh, I had to call my agent and call the Chiefs back that night. And I was like, God, listen. I was like, I don't know what to do. I was like, I really don't know what to do because my heart is telling me to paint. But, like, football has been my journey my whole life. Um, yeah. And I, I want to, like, if that's, I thought you had football for me. So I'm going to go play unless you speak, unless you actually verbally speak to go do something else. Like, because I was like, I need an audible, I need to hear your voice, I need a clear sign, I need a billboard to go paint, otherwise I'm going to play football. And as soon as I finished that prayer, a family friend called me and she's like, don't talk, God wants me to tell you something. And she's like, God's going to use you more in art than he ever did in football. Wow. And so I quit everything in my life that moment. (laughs) And I I mean, what... 
That's, pre- that's pre- I, something I mean, like I said. What's the odds? I mean, something that you wasn't even expecting a call from to say. No, I wasn't just... expecting a call. I was like, I mean, I, I mean, like as soon as I stopped praying, it was like my phone started ringing. Man. Nice. That, yeah, that that's that's I, that's I, not a coincidence. That's not some weird thing. That's God, and God spoke. And um, and I think part of the reason I have so much confidence in what I'm doing now is like because I know God spoke it into my life. There's not a doubt in my mind. Um. And it's really like I know that this is going to be bigger than football was. Like I know this is going to be bigger than the NFL. Like I know um, I've had agents tell me that um, you need football, you need the platform that the NFL provides, you need it to be something in art. And I was like, you know, um, you know that I don't. This is I'm getting overly. You got to tell me if I'm getting overly like biblical and stuff. But uh, there's a parable. There's a story about how Jesus is in the desert and the devil is tempting him. And like he showed him the whole kingdoms of the universe, of the planet, and said, "I can give all this to you." And Jesus was like, "Don't tempt me, like stop tempting me." And like, and I was like, and I was like that. It's like I don't need any of that, because like, that's a, that's where I am right now. Is why I'm so confident. Like this is gonna take off. So I'm just diligently painting and waiting. <laughs> yeah, we um, we just put up a couple pictures um he just uh put up a picture of yours uh it's kind of like mount rushmore yeah <laughs> one, yeah he just put that one up on the screen um that was like said they look they look great like i said you know and that's yeah, it's yeah you gotta see some of my more recent work i mean i'm steadily improving <laughs> yeah i said you know, that one right there he's you know it's got with the charge on behind it yeah that's a, that's like i said those are those are look great man that's what i said yeah. nice job yeah no it's like a door in my head swung open that was like locked away um I feel like I'm little me, like again, like I was like seven years old again, like seven year old me, <laughs> like reemerged <laughs> from my psyche, and all this art stuff just started pouring out. Well, they say you know they say the goal, you know, and like you said, you know, you're like I don't know if I made the right choice. I mean, but when you think about it, what is the goal for all of us? Is we're getting we want to grow up, you know, you want to make something that's going to make money, going to make your life, but you also want, some, you know, they always say the challenge is find something you love. And you'll never regret making that choice. No. Yeah. Well, like, think about this. You get to do something you love every single moment of your life. Because the goal is to make money so that you can live in a way that's like you're, you're enjoying yourself, right? But, like, so many times, like, you spend – there's, like – so there's a story where, like, the fisherman, there's this guy in, like, the islands, and he has a, a little fishing shack, and he fishes all day, provides enough for his family. His family has everything they need. And then the businessman comes to him and says – if we do this, this, and this, we can expand your operations, get you all these boats, and, and in 25 years, you can retire and have this. He's like, why would I do that? I, I'm already doing what I love. He's like, why would I do all that? And then it's like, life is not only about money. Hmm. Yeah. It's about sure. enjoying, like, enjoying the moment, enjoying what you're doing, because, like, this is it. This yeah. is it. Honestly, and I don't mean that, like, some, like, careless, like, no. let's go get effed up and destroy our bodies like be in the moment i'm saying like be intentional because time is short yeah like i said you could be doing you could have taken that agent's call you know been miserable doing something that you weren't you know happy about doing but look right look at right now you're actually at peace you're enjoying what you're doing yeah no i'm having i I was talking to my girlfriend the other night i was like i have never been this happy in my entire life so you got the girlfriend too. So you got. So is that one. a new one or that's the one that's a new girlfriend? 
Yeah, no, I, I mean, uh, she she's a she was a Knights uh, move dancer for oh, UCF nice. for four years while I was there. We never met. I always like oogled after her, but never talked to her. Um, and then I don't know. We just got connected like six, five, six months ago. I so, know. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it's been it. like it surreal the whole thing. So. God made you stay here. You found the girl, and you're not freezing mm-hmm. your, you know, your ass off right now in the snow. What happened? <laughs> the kids. Or is it not KC right now? Because you made the right choice. You got, you got the girl that you were on the sidelines. You know, dream, uh, <laughs> you ever catch yourself sitting on the couch right now, going, God, she actually is right. She's right here. Well, no, it's like <laughs> we, it's exactly what it feels like sometimes. Because I'm like, I can't, like, because I would. I guess I was creeping, I guess, but I would like I would look <laughs> at her during the games and stuff. So, but it's really cool. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. It's cool to have the history because it's fun to go to back to the, like, our home school and like enjoy the games together. So, the real twist would be as well if while she's performing, she was always trying to catch looks over at your way. Yeah. yeah. That didn't be the I can confirm that that did not happen. <laughs> oh, man. So, where are you, so where are you located now? Huh? So where are you located now? I'm in Tampa currently. Um, oh, Tampa, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah so, uh, And then I'm sort of – so actually Jake Brown, you know Jake Brown? Yeah, I think so. Uh, another He's offensive the tackle, right? right? tackle for, yeah. or he, for UCF this year. Um, but yeah. um, he's asked me to train him for the draft. So okay. I'm, I'm going to go move out to California for a month and a half and train him, get him right. Okay. So is he I'm playing excited because I've lost playing, like 50 um... pounds since I stopped playing. Yeah. And I'm oh, probably, wow. I lost 50 pounds in like 10 weeks. And, um, nice. nice. And I'm like, boy, I, my abs are peaking right now. I got a four pack. I'm like 270, <laughs> 275. And I'm like leaner and healthier than I've ever been. So, so yeah, I'm, I'm going to get him right. That's exciting. I'm excited That's to cool. get him right. I'm excited to train him. Is That's he playing correct. the bowl game next this Monday, or is he just definitely, not? He, definitely, he quit, you know. So you played with him a, one or two years. Yeah, he was my roommate. Um, we were together for like three years. He was my roommate. Um, he's like my little brother for sure. Um, yeah, he's he's a good kid. He's grown a lot, man. So it's 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 cool to see. Same with Jordan Johnson. Jordan Johnson is a big reason I am who I am today. Is because I've never really told him that, but. Um, him, him coming in and being the way he was when he came in, just a little immature. And I was immature at that point yeah. in my life too. Well, you're high school, and man. like we butted heads, and um, it taught me how to be a better leader and a better communicator and stuff. And um, it's definitely impacting my life every day now. So that's cool. We're trying to get him on, and like I said, if you if you get him, like I said we've we've had a couple opportunities we keep missing. He's had like some charitable um, work going on. So you know, if you ever get talk to him, it's like so we'd love to have him on too. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I'll, I'll try it, to get in touch with him. It was kind of I have his number and stuff. It was hard because where did uh, the other guy go? Austin. Yeah, Austin. Yeah, he was bringing up a piece of your art there. Look oh, like oh. yeah. Can you hear me? Yep. Okay. Um, yeah, it was kind of hard because when I first got him on, he was doing a toy drive, and I was like, "Oh, it's okay, man. We'll Five get you on seven. Sunday." Can you hear me? Yeah. You get, did you get him? You said. When we tried to get him on, he was doing a toy drive on last Sunday. Oh, yeah. No, he's always me? get really involved in the community. He's going to do big things. That, that's that's, that's, that's mm-hmm. good. 
Okay. Can you, can uh, Aaron hear me? He's gonna do big things. I'm excited. Him and Roverson and I'm gonna restart. Um, yeah, they got a lot of good guys coming up, and him. He's gonna do. They're gonna do big things. Yeah, he's got a picture up there right now. It looks like it says "Beautiful Disaster," and it's uh, looks like a lion inside it. Um, you know, it looks like it just um, kind of a older style wall with brick and a plaster. Like I said, that's that's a nice looking picture, man. That's one of yours, isn't it? Is is that one of your work? Yeah, it looks like yours. It's um, it's kind of a yellow. It looks like a lion in the center. Yeah, is it the Roaring Twenty one? It says "Beautiful Disaster" on the uh, title. I'm not sure which one you're looking at. My sister named some of them when she put them on my website without my permission. Ah, <laughs> uh, it was. Yeah, it was. It's kind of like in the words that said "Beautiful Disaster." It showed a lion and it showed wall right in between two walls. They were kind of um, starting to fall apart. And this other one, it looks like he's got. Uh, it looks like Kermit the Frog sipping, sipping his tea. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, and that's the that's the uh, um, FAU disc painting. Nice, nice. That's, so that's awesome. I got a question for you. Like, if you can get into details, I mean, if you may want to, you may not want to. What made the manager call you arrogant? I mean, did you have that spirit behind you? Like, okay, I'm going to go paint. I don't really care about your opportunity. No, right now. I feel painting wasn't even in my realm of thinking then. I was like determined. I was going to be in the NFL. I was going to be the best. I was going to, like, make a name for myself in football. Um, I think in that I got a chip on my shoulder um, when I didn't get drafted. So, when, cause, okay, this is, like, it's going to be a long answer. Is that okay? No, yeah, go for it. No, this is what we um, want. So, <laughs> I had six epidurals my senior year so I could play. Um, wow. I had herniated, two herniated discs in my back. Um, I was just. I was messed up. I was doped up before every game just so I could play and everything. But um, so I made all that sacrifice, and then I sacrificed playing in the Peach Bowl because I knew if I didn't get the surgery when I could get it, I wouldn't get it until late, and I knew I wouldn't have been ready for any of the draft stuff, and I would have completely missed my opportunity. Um, so I was just like – I made that decision. So I kind of let that, – that not playing in that game really did did a number on me. And then when I didn't get drafted after being told I was going to get drafted, um, like fourth round or something, um, it like set another layer of like bitterness that I didn't need. Um, and so whenever I got, then I just turned to money and dom like domination, so to speak, you know. And um, so I was just like relentless and I was just obsessed. Like if it wasn't perfect, I was like, I would call someone out on it or something. And I was like, I became, a, I was, a, I was a dick, excuse my language, but I was a oh, dick. You're, you're fine. <laughs> and, um, I was just very angry. I was very mean. I was very bitter. And I think when I was dealing with, cause I was a rookie and I was dealing with supporting staff. Um, I know with maybe some of the strength staff, I would be like, I don't understand your protocol. Like I would, cause I understand workout protocols pretty fairly well. Um, and I was like, I don't understand why we're doing this, 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 uh, this technique before this technique doesn't need to go like this or something like that. And I think it was perceived as I was being a know-it-all or whatever, but, um, and I would like, and like, and I, honestly, I, I was to the point where I just didn't care. Um, 
uh, I mean, that started happening with the 0 and 12 year. And um, I got like this attitude where I just didn't care. And so I would, like, the coach was like, I want you to ask me hard questions. And I was like, okay, bet. <laughs> so I would ask, I would ask hard questions <laughs> just to see. Like, I was like, I, I didn't care. I wouldn't try, I, would, I didn't care. I would try, I would push, push boundaries I shouldn't have pushed. Um, but so, yes, I probably deserved being called arrogant. Looking back on it, 2020 hindsight, I didn't want to take corrections from people um, unless I thought that they had like had some sense. And that's that's arrogant. Like, who am I to assume? You know what I mean? Um, it's just like, yes, I was arrogant, and I needed that wake up call because it's forced me. Someone told me last summer before I got called arrogant, but they told me that everything that you do, you bring that energy back into your life. So you bring that back into your relationship. So you bring like you, it affects how your relationship with your parents are, it affects how your relationship with your siblings, your spouse, your significant other, anyone it affects how your relationship manifests with the stuff that you have in your own life. So and that, that wake up call for me, like, and it, it started this unraveling of layers and layers of anger and bitterness. Mm-hmm. Um, but that really spurred my, like it, my relationship with my sister is like, better than it's ever been in my entire life. I've never had this relationship with my sister. My mom and I's relationship is great. Like everyone in my relationship, everyone in my family, it's, it's everything's improved. Um, um, so it's just been a large evolution. So yes, I deserve to be calling arrogant at the time. It made me very, very angry and upset. I think it actually brought me to tears when they told me that. Um, and I was just like, and, um, I needed it. And here I am now though. Um, I'm, I'm, not by no means perfect, but um, I'm not the man I was. No, I was, you know, I was going to say that, you know, you, you kind of touched on a lot of it, too. Is I've always been kind of a believer, you know, because everybody always asks that question. If you could go back in time, would you change this? And I've always been, no. I'm like, yeah, you, be you. I'm who I am because of the mistakes, because of the choices I made. I'm in where I'm at right now. If I change something. I mean, I have my wife. I mean, I have a kid. I mean, not be where I'm at. I go, it's just what I did wrong. It made me stronger. Changed me. Yeah. And that's the so, I could see that in you. Cause those, like I said, those things, that coach, even at the time, that was the hardest time, him calling you arrogant. I mean, you're at where you need to be right now because, because of that. And which, which is awesome. Yeah. Which is, so the injury you had, was it a weight room injury, if you want to talk about it, or a football Yeah, no, injury? so I actually played two seasons on it. Um, I got it the spring, the spring that Frost staff came in. Um, we were doing some competition in spring ball practice. That's when I was squatting like 700 pounds. I was like a tank at that point. <laughs> and um, uh, we were doing a fireman's carry, and I was carrying a guy that was like 360 pounds. I was running him across the field and he slipped and I caught him mid back and it just kept running. But like whatever I did slipped my disc and I was fine. I kept going the next day I could barely walk. And I was just like, I don't know what's wrong. My back is hurt, (laughs) but um, I didn't get an x-ray until that Christmas. So that was like May. I didn't get an x-ray or March. Now I x-ray until christmas because like i played the whole season i would just take lots of pain pills and like get a lot of rehab i picked up like a dumbbell to do some exercise and my whole debt back throughout and i was like my hips were stuck in an angle my you could see it like how i was standing and um i was like there's something i'm hurt like i'm hurt (laughs) 
And um, but I got my x-rays. So I had two herniated discs. That's when I got my epidurals. Trained. I had, like, the craziest off-season that off-season. I gained, like, 25 pounds um, that wow. spring ball. Everyone thought I roided. I jumped my <laughs> protein intake to, like, 300 grams a day, and I was eating, like, 6,000 calories a day. Wow. I was eating, like, 12 eggs, three shakes, and four meals a day, every day. <laughs> and um, I got yoked, and I got really, really strong, and then I slipped it again in that summer right before the season. Um, and I was like, I don't know if I could even play. I was like contemplating getting the surgery like three or four weeks before the season and like missing the first three games and then playing the rest of the season. <laughs> yeah. And, and they were like, no, 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 no. <laughs> so I got, I got another two epidurals and like booster shots. And then, um, you're allowed three every six months. So it was like right at the six month line. <laughs> so I got more I played the season did the whole shots before the game and pain pills and, and here I am the dark side <laughs> of football. Yeah. behind the scenes the, the shots yeah that didn't happen right no nope. <laughs> hey Aaron can you hear me yeah Okay, cool. Yeah, um, I had an issue with my phone. It's iPhone crap. No, we tried getting Jordan Johnson on from previous. Um, uh, at the time, he had the toy drive, but then we got him on again, and he, I mean, he just graduated, so he had a bunch of stuff going on, so I understand. We'll keep in contact and get him on. Um, <clears throat> excuse me, but so back to when in 2015, we went 0-12, and then mm-hmm. Scott Frost comes in. We see hope. Did the locker room see hope? Not only going 6-6, six and six, but with McKenzie and everybody else, you saw a change, and you saw exciting. Did you yes. and did you did you expect to go, zero and twelve, and then two years later twelve and zero? I mean, did you see that happening, or did you just see a winning season, bro? You know how much? Do you know what rage feels like? <laughs> <laughs> do you know what rage feels like? I would be raging after every game we lost that zero and twelve year. Oh, I, I tell you, man. As a fan, I know we were angry, and because I played oh, high school football, I never got a chance to go live. You know, I mean, go I to um, college, but as a, <laughs> oh man, I tell you what. I think the Cincinnati game, the twelve and O season, when I was when I was like, "Oh my gosh," I was yeah. like, "We're something special." Because <clears throat> I was sitting there, I was like on the sideline, I was I was looking at my O line coach, I was like, "Why is it this like?" I was like, "Why is it not? Why is it this easy to score?" Yeah, because we score. I think we scored eleven straight drives or something or something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. And I was like, "What is going on?" And I was like, "I couldn't believe it." Because I was like, "I was like, I don't understand." Um, and that's when I think everything clicked for me. I was like, we're really, really good. Oh yeah. And, um, it was just a really, it was a really satisfying, that year was very, very satisfying. Oh yeah. I mean, I can, I can ask anybody, but like they said this, this senior senior year was the most, like the best, I guess you could say, but honestly, I I liked interviewing you because you literally, you had Fiesta Bowl win. To yeah. zero and twelve to six and six to twelve. I mean, you had them all. So I, yeah, I was I excited to bring you on. Man. Like I had the range of bowl experiences. Yeah, I mean, it's just up and down. I mean, and then all the way to the national championship playing Auburn. So, um, I mean, let's ask a question. Who do you like? Obviously, McKenzie did a lot more. Do you like McKenzie or do you like playing with Bortles better? Because you play with both. So, well, I didn't really get an opportunity to protect. Yeah, that's right. I was a freshman, but um. They're com- they're not really. That's like 
like that's like a LeBron James and Michael Jordan comparison. They're not yeah. the same players. You know what I mean? They're both yeah, just yeah. really good. In different ways. Yeah, like because Bortles is six foot five, yeah. giant, like powerhouse quarterback, and we got a finesse McKenzie player who's like his field IQ is crazy. Yeah. And like his visual, like his awareness on the field is nuts. Um, so like they're just completely different players. Yeah. Awesome. Um, I know if I remember correctly, it was I was at the conference championship game with Scott Frost when we were playing Memphis again, um, and the news broke that we were losing him. Did you guys know that during the game, or did you find? Yeah, out we after found out at halftime that was. Uh, oh, How, that was did that affect the locker room or? Well, like, so I heard guys looking at their phones and they were like, yes, this is happening. And I was like, immediately shut it out of my head. I was like, we got to play the rest of the game. Yeah. Uh, and I think that's sort of what the mindset was. But that was a sour day. To yeah, say I that. bet it was. Um, like, well, what we did, going 12 and 0, setting out to do everything that we did, and then getting the dagger in the heart on top yeah. of it, it was brutal. It was really like, it was brutal. It, it it felt terrible. Yeah. Like I'm not like I'm not gonna like I'm not gonna sugarcoat it. Like it was nice to win it, but it was just like I was angry all night. Like my memories from that day are very sour. Yeah. Wow. We knew so, I mean, as a fan, we kind of knew everyone kind of knew it was gonna happen. But breaking it during the middle of the game that wasn't cool, and it shouldn't have happened. Like the Norvell, the with Mike Norvell, what happened with Memphis to FSU. It's good he broke it after the you know conference championship, but man, I just I want to know what it felt like during the locker room <clears throat> during no, that. It was it was a very it was a it was a not a good environment. They tried to have a team meeting afterwards, and I know I was like cussing up. I was mad. I was like, oh yeah, I was going off. I was like, why why would I go? I was like, why would I go? I was like, after all we did, I was like, why would I go? Yeah. I was like, yep. so I went to dinner. I got like a beer and a pizza, a mellow mushroom with my family. <laughs> <laughs> like sat there and sulked. So the question won the conference. What'd you say? Yeah. So the question of the evening that I'd be trying to get Austin to understand: Do your your best year at UCF? Do you think you you all could have competed with Alabama? That's my biggest question. That was your yeah, 2017 national championship. No, I actually do. I'm sick and tired of the the name brand. <laughs> um, no, the genuinely though, because the the Auburn did the same thing, and we smacked Auburn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and the same thing is with like LSU. Like it's because these name brand conferences come in, and like it is such a mental block for players. Talent wise, it's always there. And if we can go yeah. with, as a because like think about like. Think about how they're pampered every single day of their lives. They get the all the Alabama check on their their chest or the Auburn, and they get they they're getting paraded on the every sports network possible, and blah 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 blah. Think about what that does to their mental being, and then think about UCS who are just like we're gung ho all the time, all the time, but then we're getting constantly shit on. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So like it does something to your mental, and for us to go in and win a game like that, that's a big statement. And I think that needs to be noted yeah. and recognized. Yeah. And like, and I, I, I think the reason why all Alabama is so consistent is because for the crazy recruiting classes consistently. But like, whatever system he has is tried and true, and they they have a bread and butter, and they do it day in and day out, and it works. Yeah. And that's what, if UCF wants to be on that level, that's what we got to do. We got to be consistent. Um, yeah. But I, yes, I think our thir- that season we could have played Alabama. Nice. I, I, don't, I, don't, I know. I don't see why not. <laughs> I can handle their DNs when I was playing. 
Like, not there's not a question in my mind. When I saw Auburn's DNs, I was like, "This is it. This yeah. is the SEC." I was like, "This is they're, it." They're, they, you like, gotta like, think about it, man. A different jersey on these boys. Exactly, they're the That's same size as you guys. They're the same high school, same age. It's, they're the same size, the same. You know, air coach, the same thing. They just got a different jersey and a different pretentious attitude than we do. <clears throat> yeah, nice. that was an awesome answer. <laughs> Yeah, it isn't like that. We're national champions. Um, that's, that's right. Well, like even like people saying like I saw some Twitter posts and I shared it. Uh, and here's if the Twitter people want to hear this, you can tag that post. And they they're like, we want to hear what you have to say. Here's what I have to say. They posted LSU Barstool or something posted. Oh yeah. Um, they were like this joke of a program UCF, but this hit made our quarterback who he is today. And I'm like, how ironic. Yeah. I'm like, how ironic that our starting D lineman cracked your quarterback and made him look like a chump on national television and you guys want to say that we have a trash program you're saying you're so you're saying trash validated your success LSU. exactly <laughs> pretty much so it's true so what are you then lsu trash lsu's quarterback joe burrow was nothing joey con or james connor's um, yeah, joey connor. into another dimension it just blew him up sick pick six and then all of a sudden he's a high yeah, we, candidate we, winner, joey, Con- joey connor's hit that boy so hard <laughs> we got another quarterback from another lsu dimension <laughs> pretty much <laughs> it's just yeah. like clapped him across like split <laughs> that's why you know chris like is pretty good but chris is pretty good with it um but <laughs> you you weren't in 28 season 20, 2017 could have done it we lost hype uh, we got hypo in 2018 we went undefeated again and we're playing a second SEC team in two years. We lost by eight. But no one realizes that we had a backup quarterback. I love Mac. Exactly. Mac exactly. He, was a back- he started two milk- games, man. Two games the entire year. Game, you realize what we would have done? Yeah. And that's what everyone's like, oh, you lost to LSU. We lost by eight points to a now not almost national champion. We had a Heisman, a Heisman candidate. quarterback we lost that wasn't playing yeah. the game. Are you kidding so me? I'm, that's why I, I tell everybody, man, we – I don't. I don't like saying it because McKenzie got hurt. It happens, but dude, you cannot say that we're not a good program. This year was off. I, I don't. I, I talk about it all the no, time. No, it's disrespectful. This year, but it's this, it's this disrespectful like propaganda. Like it's almost a joke now, and it's yeah. it's annoying. Like I like as much as I kind of think the way we, we went about the national championship thing, like how it really worked publicizing our school, but I also think it put a bad taste in our mouth with a lot of. Um, the sporting community nationwide. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? So there was yeah. a, there's definitely a caveat to what we did or if that's the right way to say it. No, that's, no. No, that's, that's awesome. Well, cool. You man. have to play, you have to play with Shaquille and Shaquem real quick, right? I, that was yeah. Yeah. I so, blocked um, every single day, man. <laughs> that's, oh my God. So um, there was rumors that O'Leary just shat. I'm going to get it wrong. Shaquem. Yeah. He, he never let him play. And all no, of a sudden, Scott Frost comes in, and now look at him. He's playing the NFL. It's Shaquem like, why was O'Leary doing this? Man. No, it's, that, hand, that was a question. You don't need a hand if you can engulf somebody with your speed. Exactly. So uh, yeah. that's the problem, man. O'Leary had to – and then Craig loves it because he's a Seattle fan, so he's got both Griffin brothers on his team, you mm-hmm. know. So, no, oh, man, yeah. that's, that's awesome, though. No, but, yeah. you know, Chris, yeah, Aaron, man, it's, it's awesome, you know, having you, having you on. We're going to do a quick reset and get to the other part right here. Yeah, like I said, just really appreciate you coming on, telling your story. Yeah. You know, Tyler said it's, you know, we're gonna we're gonna post your stuff out there because, like I said, we really want to get, you know, your name out there, your art. Um, you know, just you know, just do the do the stuff like I said, just to promote yourself, just that way you don't uh, 
say, because like I said, the story for me, it's like, that's, that's an awesome story. I mean, it just mm-hmm. you know, come from you know, extreme lows to, I mean, where you're at right now. I mean, it's just, it sounds like everything is working really well for you right now. Yeah. That's, that's awesome. Are you going to the bowl game? No, I'm actually going out of town to see some uh, family for Christmas, so I won't be able to make it. That was my other question, too. Um, you said you're training Brown. Is he going to play the um, bowl game, or is he just getting ready for draft? You know, he pulled out. Yeah, he's playing the okay. bowl game, as far as I know. Gotcha. And I think he's playing in a, like a senior bowl. Okay, well, cool, cool. Mid-year. Awesome. That works, then. Awesome. Yeah. Now I'm going to transform that man. Ooh, hey, hey. The, the, more, the more in the NFL, the better. We got um, – you said Akins is still in there – or Atkins. We got um, both Griffin brothers. We got uh, Craquan Smith is killing it right now. The more UCF, the better, man. I love it. Honestly. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. You know what also transforms a man? Oh, here we go. Kelly <laughs> Frost beard oil. <laughs> it takes that scratchy steel wool thing <laughs> that she doesn't want to even come close to snuggling up next to. You put that on there, she's all up in your beard. Yeah. You know, she loves the smell. It's going to be all over you. Man, I said, you just you got to get, you know, even from the mustache to the full beard to the CG top. You know, proper beard care is the way to go. I said, yep. you know, Kelly Brots, yeah, BrotsBeardCare.com. Check him out. You know, he's our he's our sponsor. You know, I said we always try to you know catch a little plug. You know, just you know help him out. And I said, check him out. You know, if you go three, you know, capital B beards. You know, and in the promo code, you get twenty percent off his stuff. And then, you know, Nancy Burke at Nanny Cakes, amazing cakes. We got to try a piece of wedding cake. Fantastic cake. Yeah, delicious. It's, it's too. If you ever have any, Aaron, you might gain a lot of weight back. Honestly, yeah. you lose that uh, four pack. It's, it's, how I eat. it's just time. It's how you. It's when you eat. That's the yeah, secret. Exactly. Nice. I gotta. I gotta do it, man. Yeah, I always check her out. Um, Facebook. No, can, Nancy look Burke. at my Instagram. You'll see one of my my transformation post. Um, if you have any questions, shoot me a DM though. Like, yeah. if you want to get right, I can well, help you out. Put yourself right now. It's like, what's your what's your Instagram handle? Um, yeah, artist too. A Evans underscore art. Okay. okay. And then I said, do you have a website or anything for people? Yeah, I, my website is uh, king dash frog dot com. Nice. Like okay. I said, we get your plug. Oh, cool. Yeah. So we're gonna do a real quick reset right here. We're just we're gonna end here. We're gonna do a real quick, set, and then we're gonna be talking some unusual holiday traditions. So just okay. Yeah, I'm. I'll stay on for a little bit longer. I can't stay on too much longer. No, this one. This one will be quick. This one be quick. Like I said, we're we'll, okay, we'll okay. entertaining. So. All right, so we're gonna end this right now, and then we'll do a real quick reset. Go, go grab into the beer, do what you need. Like, then we'll be right. Back. <laughs>